rise and shine light and opulent solution seekers it's your girl the spiritual activist coming to you with another word message spot of wisdom whatever you want to call it all right so i don't know if i've ever mentioned this before but i have some of the most extreme weirdest lucid if you want to call it dreams ever they're pretty fascinating sometimes i really wish i could really like recreate them in a movie or something they're they're pretty amazing but sometimes they're just like intrusive but off on, on another note sometimes they're very um i want to say prophetic but just they have some wisdom embedded in them in some kind of way like a message at least for me and sometimes it's a message that i feel like i can share because one of my biggest mottos in conquering the mind and just the energy of this world is I don't believe in losing. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that I feel like is designed to oppress me, whether it really is or if that's just how I feel, I find a way to reframe it in a way that I'm going to come out on top. I'm going to win at the end of the day. Even if I slip up, even if I trip, even if I fall, I'm going to find a way where I win because that's how you make it. Like that's how you do it. Like you can't let nothing bring you down. You see what I'm saying? Like, you just can't. People think you a stereotype. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. Prove them wrong. That's how you win. You know? So, one of the things is I was reflecting on Black History Month. For some reason, I'm like, dude, Black History Month is over. Why am I, why am I thinking about that in, in April? But it made me start thinking, you know, there's always these debates within our community about certain things that we find important. You know, we, we got to talk. We love black folks. We love to talk. I'm sorry. We do. Um, but, you know, some people believe like, oh, black history month and, and, and African-American, that, that label is like the worst thing that happened to us, you know, or, you know, it's just, it's just a, a disservice or a disgrace to us as a community. And I get where they're coming from with it, but my thing is, I was just thinking, I was like, you know, if we took away Black History Month and just made it like, okay, Black History is all year long. To me, as a black person, that's already implied. What we have to realize is we hold the power always, 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 always. People, the, the problem is, is people have tricked us into believing that they hold the power. They do not. We continue to hold the power. We continue to drive the fuel of the economy. We continue to be the it factor, the reason why they're always wanting to research and, and study us to figure out how to get in their head, what makes them spend their money, what makes their energy uh, triggered, spiked, emotional, uh, all these things. How can we manipulate them? But so, you know, some people are like, if we took away Black History Month and just made it like, oh, no, it's, 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 it's all year round. We don't need a, a month to specifically talk about Black History Month. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be out of sight, out of mind. It's not what Black History Month is for me, how I've empowered this month. There may be something that was designed to take away. I don't know. But all I know is I'm not going to make it take away from me and my culture and my community and my history. For me, I look at it as a time to highlight, to honor, to bring concentrated focus. I've mentioned this before 
um, when I've talked about relationships. But when consciousness is energy, right? So when two or more people have the same focus, basically the same thought, that magnifies or intensifies the energy. So when you create a month that brings everyone's attention, like, hello, you know, we're highlighting you, we're shining a light on this, we're honoring the people who came before you on these 28 days. Yeah, I know it's the shortest month, but whatever. Now you magnify the energy. Now this is a moment to capitalize on and bring awareness that may be brushed under the rug any other time because it's a time when everyone is paying attention versus if it's like oh this is just april 3rd you know a random day it's not it's not it's nothing specific yeah black history will be all year long but no one's gonna have a day that they really make a note to concentrate and focus on right so the intensity the power the Outside of the marketing pond, yes, I know it's a marketing. They've learned how to capitalize. They capital. I'm sorry, we're in America. We're in this world. It, it revolves around money. So yes, they're gonna find ways to capitalize off of every trend, every focus, because they understand the power of that energy. But what I'm saying is, we have to understand that power as well and use it to honor and to uplift. And this is the most powerful time to venerate our ancestors because everyone is focused on it everyone is bringing that awareness and bringing that level of respect and and wanting to shine and, and, and pay homage to these people who lended their backs for us to walk on you know what I mean to elevate ourselves put them you know put themselves in situations that we wouldn't even want to dream of so that's how I look at it. And do you see how the motto of I don't believe in losing come into play with that? Now something that people can complain about and say, oh, we shouldn't have this, we shouldn't have that. I want you to really think about what would be worse. Having a month that represents us or not having a month. To me, I feel like we keep it. And we use it to uplift. We use it as a moment to focus our energy, to focus our love and our light and our respect and honoring. That's how I look at it. So, yeah. It's a, it's a moment to capitalize for us. But yeah, that's just something I, I wanted to reflect on for some reason. It just really was strong in my heart to do I was like I can't wait a whole year just to post this on February but you know I'm gonna repost it on February <laughs> I'm gonna re-upload it again just because why the focus is gonna be there in February when I have that black history pop up boom everybody gonna want to click it because it's black history month right now I may get passed over but this is part of a concept that I've coined as riding the wave but actually that's not what I coined it as well actually I call it like money surfing but it comes from the idea of riding the wave it's like you ride and, and I use this more in conscious consuming but it's more like sometimes when you're trying to be successful you have to understand and, and, and know 
how energy works and how the collective works and knowing how to ride that wave and knowing that when something's trending whether it's become trivial trivialized or not that does not take away from this true essence don't let the annoyance of trivialization i'm probably making the words but you know people just oversaturating something overdoing something that makes it like oh my god i'm just tired of hearing this like spirituality for one because i'm one of the people i irritate myself but i can't stop talking about it because it still needs to be understood you know what i'm saying but don't let that take away from the true essence or the validity or the importance of something because it's been trivialized because sometimes that is part of the agenda you trivialize something so much that people no longer want to associate with it because it's overstimulating at this point now don't don't let that work like i say it's all about winning anything that is designed that i feel can empower my people i will not allow someone to take from me i will not allow someone to warp and manipulate I'm going to find a way to allow it to serve its purpose. So, yeah, that's just my take. And I hope and you, you found some kind of gems in some form, some way. But as always, keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out. All right, guys. So, you know, it's Wednesday. I'm sorry. <laughs> can't talk this morning it's wisdom wednesday and with that i make an intentional note to post something that i feel like has something of value for the collective for the community you know african-american the black freedmen descendants um black americans and you know black people around the world but you know i do focus on what i know and what i know is what i know and I was just thinking about the spiritual awakening experience for the African-American soul or the black soul, you know? And so, and don't let which, how you view yourself stop you from listening. I, I'm sorry what label you use, if you use melanated, Afro, indigenous, indigenous, more, whatever you use, don't let that cloud your judgment. You know, there's a lot of labels designed to distract and deflect from the bigger picture. So, focus, okay? As my, as, as Auntie Tab says, focus. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, there's a lot that has hijacked the spiritual awakening experience for the black person. And I just want to ex explain something. So, when new concepts come into human consciousness or you know community there's a learning curve there's a spectrum there's a processing period so this is and this is just in general when you if you work in corporate businesses they're going to tell you like it, it's called like a pilot when they pilot something that means they're testing it out to see like Okay, how's it going to work? What's going to happen? What's the reaction? What's the success rate? What, all this data, right? The brain is the same thing. It's, it's, a, bunch, it's a bunch of data. So when, when we learn a new concept or when we bring a new concept into our level of awareness, like say gentle parenting, for, for instance, random, I just picked that, okay? Nothing in particular, no particular reason. 
So you're going to have extremes on, so you're going to have a spectrum. And on the spectrum, there's going to be extremes on both levels. They're going to be extreme in mass and extreme in minus, meaning the doers of extreme and the not doers of extreme. The lenience and the radicals, <laughs> or I forgot what's the opposite of the radicals, liberals, I believe. So you're going to have the parents who don't even want to breathe on their child too hard because they don't want to traumatize them versus the parents who beat their children <laughs> senseless for the smallest thing. And I'm being very extreme, guys. But I'm just saying, like, I just have to kind of paint a picture for you what I'm what I'm saying on the ends of the spectrum, which is black and white thinking. It's versus the gray area, which allows people to kind of tweak and modify things and take things, you know, not take it, you know, take things with a grain of salt, not as a holy grail, not to the head, not just to the extreme of everything. And in this learning curve, like I said, there's going to be a lot of um, perceptions and perspectives that may seem outlandish, crazy. Anyone who's ever been through what they would maybe label as a spiritual awakening can't tell me there's something, there's nothing that they kind of believed at one point that now they was like, bro, I can't believe I was like doing that or I was thinking that or what the hell was I, you know, that was some crazy stuff. So that just tells you we have to give ourselves grace as we're going through this. And a lot of times when I'm bringing awareness to something, it's never out of a judgmental or uh, malicious or clowning type of energy like I'm not trying to cap on you I'm not trying to like shame a person or, or, or a leader or a teacher I'm just really trying to bring awareness and sometimes my methods or my my way could be offensive but I really try my best to be intentional about how I deliver um, what I feel like is divine downloads you know what I'm saying so all I'm saying is that there is going to be things within our community because you know within the black community we, we we come from the same cloth that's how we feel we're very closely intertwined even though there's different groups and those groups are becoming more and more distinctive because black people are are, are feeling more confident and stepping outside of the the norms or the boxes that we've been prescribed and you know that have been infiltrated into our community you know we're seeing ourselves our identity outside of stereotypes and not all of them are bad but we're just opening our, our horizons to more variety and, and realizing that it's okay to be multifaceted that's what makes us unique and different and you know you know the pioneers of this world in my opinion so all I'm saying is to say that it's okay to have differences in parenting styles when with this gentle parenting for me I like I, I said on my previous uh, episode called Black History Month I was talking about never losing I don't believe in losing and so the way I look at it is like yeah a lot of gentle parenting to me has to me put a little bit of toxicity in parenting and kind of has created a generation of mm, entitled brats I'm sorry to say because like I said the black spirit to me is very unique and different than others and a lot of times we take Eurocentric standards and we try to squeeze like a square peg into a round hole you know what I'm saying like it don't work for us and that's not to say be it 
straight up traditional like our parents were maybe in the older generations but it is to say that there are some things we can keep and there are some things that we can modify i'm always in the middle a lot of times people take crossroads as a way to pick this way or pick that way you're indecisive but the way i look at crossroads is it's a merging point it's taking a little bit of this being a little bit of that it's a sampler of life so with that being said i believe in meeting in the middle I preserve some of the traditional things that I feel like did shape and mold me in positive ways. And maybe I release or just modify or alter um, some of the things that I feel like didn't. And so this is where I say like a lot of times people want to take something that's been put in our community and as holy girl, not with a grain of salt. This is what worked for that person. Yes, maybe for, for a lot of the masses, it could work for us as a community. But sometimes a message is specifically for that person and their family. It does not mean you have to feel a pressure to do it to the T exactly like that or else you're not black. You know what I'm saying? We hold our label as a community a little bit too, too close around our neck. And it does become like a noose just choking us. Choking the life out of us. You know what I'm saying? That pressure. Um, but... Yeah, so if one parent wants to be more, uh, how can I say, lenient, and, and that works for them, fine. But just like we know, every human is different. They, you know, children are human. Every child is different. Every temperament is different. You can have octuplets, triplets, twins, and each and every last one of them can be like a totally different child because they are a totally different child. So that lets you know a, a, a parent with four kids, they may have to have four different parents' parenting styles. And maybe neither one of them, none of them are typical, what we would consider black parenting styles. Or maybe they are. All I'm saying is, Everything that we hear or, or that's put into us or that's, you know, being represented by a black face does not mean that you have to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cosign or basically like you have to accept. You don't have to accept that as your truth or as your uh, method. You do what's right for you and your child. It's okay to take advice because I will be doing a conscious parenting uh, webinar one day. I'm just going at my own pace. I'm not letting all these other people that I see push me or pressure me. I'm on God's time. Nobody else's. But yeah, I digress. So yeah, you know, everybody has wisdom. But like I said, you have to know how to take a person's wisdom with a grain of salt because Maybe some of it may resonate with you and some of it may not. And that's okay. You pick and choose and you create your own foundation. It doesn't have to be the same brick. You take a brick from there. You take a brick from there. You take a brick from there. At the end of the day, it's still stable. You're putting it together like a quilt. Different pieces from different pieces of fabric. Different vessels, and you're putting it together to create a found foundation. I'm sorry, a sound foundation for you and your family. But yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. And don't take it just as, oh, this is all about gentle parenting. No, the concept is bigger. It's just I use gentle parenting as the way to break down what I, this concept of what I'm trying to tell you when it comes to 
um, a lot of the infiltration I feel like that's coming and hijacking in a black awakening experience. And I did just post something on my stories that kind of goes along with that and, and, and says a little bit more. But feel free to look at that. The dot spiritual activist, you know, the I'm sorry, the dot spiritual dot activist on IG. But yeah, I'm at work now. So as always, keep God first. Peace out, guys.